Here it is, your intro. <laughs> Who's the best show here? Tech, Tech show! Who's the best show here? Tech, Tech show! Yeah, that's the best one yet. I am short. Pizza, pizza. Big show time! I, I flashed a 70-year-old woman. Well, you were making it pretty young in the kitchen. I was in the dining room having sushi. It's a little thing, tech show, and that's fact. If you don't like the cast, you can stick it up your ass. Ain't no funny duddies that'll link it bad. For the strongman, go to like the DLNTS. Download an IC challenge, a Linux link down there. Bound tech show. Just sit right there, because the castle's just about to begin. Welcome to episode 1041 of the Linux Link Tech Show. On the show tonight, we have Joel. Good evening from Tornado Central. And we have Joe. Who's Listening weights. Yep. We have Dave. Just sitting here. And a couple of things, since I, I didn't get to talk about this last week, uh, you're going to like this, Joel, but not this one. Um, just a... Uh, a little update on the Dependabot stuff on Monday of last week. And now I have to interrupt you again. What's Did that? you look up that word I told you to look up? Wait, which word was that? Dependipotamus? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. And I forget what it was, but I'll look it up again. Okay. I did. I um, anyway, on, on Monday of last week, it had been in two repositories. It's, it was working fine. Doing exactly what we expect to do. I applied it across the other application, containerized applications. Um, and that was going well. I, what, what kind of surprised people, which was not a surprise to me, was that, uh, it created a bunch of tickets for work to be done. Um, some people were not expecting the amount of tickets that were created because of this, which I think is a good thing, um, to keep our applications up to date. And so for that last week, I spent some time putting the finesses on it and the final touches with grouping dependencies together and making sure we have enough information in the tickets that get created and, and kind of that stuff. And, and it was working great. Then, uh, I had to apply to our functions. Uh, functions are deployed a little differently than our containerized applications. Functions make use of Google cloud functions to, uh, run, an a application on demand as opposed to having it like a containerized application constantly running and waiting, but it runs on demand and, and it works really well. Um, but I had finished all but one or uh, I think it was one function on by Monday and I went to go in and put the final touches on Tuesday when I as I want to do regularly, look back at the ones that had already been done to verify that things seemed to be looking good. And they looked great until I looked at the function, the stuff that had been auto merged. Um, and I noticed that it was auto merging major dependencies. Now we want only minor or patch dependency bumps because major dependency bumps generally indicate there's some breaking changes and we'd want to um, verify that the application something may 
didn't change that may not have been caught in the test. And I had seen that a bunch of major bumps had gone through. And what I noticed was that I was using a GitHub action called uh, Dependabot Metadata, and that pulled the information that was available, the metadata information for Dependabot PR that was open. And in there, there was something called dependency type. And it, I was using the Sember, uh, semantic version, which is what it was outputting. Uh, it was saying it was a dependency type Sember of minor or major or patch. And I forgot to include patch in there, um, for the auto merging, which was a mistake on my part. But would it end up happening, particularly when you start grouping or groups? Uh, so, so it groups some dependencies together to avoid opening multiple PRs, and you can, uh, you know, ha- uh, configure it to group other dependencies that you define that should be grouped together, like, um, for instance, TypeScript. Uh, there's a bunch of TypeScript libraries that we use. So things associated with that, we kind of want all that to go together. Cause if you only update one and not the other one and they're dependent upon one another, it, it kind of breaks. Um, not the application it just doesn't pass the test because it can't resolve that stuff. Anyway, what it was doing for some of these group dependencies, instead of providing December and type of update, it was providing other dependency types like um, production or development or indirect or direct or direct production or direct or indirect production or stuff like that. And what they kind of mean by that is like direct is you have specified that library that you're going to use in your your management system, however that is in, in ours, we're using package JSON with NPM and for Node. But an indirect dependency is one of you, is a dependency that one of your defined dependencies is reliant upon. So if you have a dependency whose other dependency is dependency that's reliant upon has an update that's Dependabot may push that, try to push that through. Um, and so along with some other stuff. And so I had to account for that. Luckily it didn't break anything. Um, but it was kind of a, a, an eye opening experience there that I had to make sure that we're only merging on minor and patches. And then for major bumps that pass tests, open one kind of ticket and for major or for uh non-defined bumps that pass tests uh whether we can't determine whether it's major minor or a patch because it's not one of those three dependency types it opens a different ticket that says it just needs to be looked at and it's and i've really i've come to really like it now uh what it provides or has been providing is not only is it keeping our stuff up to date, but it also gives a little bit of low hanging fruit that once you're done with like a project and you just want to maybe like take a break 
from picking up something, uh, you know, heavy again. Uh, you can pick up a couple of these tickets. They're relatively simple to do, um, especially if they're just like, why did this minor bump break or what what is the problem with this major? Like, what do you need to do? And it, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's a little fun to do. And, and it's needed, but it's also a break from, from hard work. Uh, so there was that. Um, the other thing. I wanted to say, uh, damn, I love these screensavers. Um, shit, what was it? Well, I'm gonna, I'll do this, I'll do this for you. This is not technology related, but, uh, Joel, you might appreciate this. Now, we, uh-huh. you, as you've known in the past, and when we, we started this show many years ago, that, uh, our, my family's a big fan of Wawa. It's a convenience store that started in, um, I think it was Doylestown, yeah. Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania. South, southeastern yeah. Pennsylvania. There, I, I think there's some in Ohio. Yes. Did, did Wawa make it out to Ohio? No. Okay. So they're, they're, they go we from, have sheets, but we do not have Wawa. Okay. So, uh, from New York down to, uh, Virginia, they're going into North Carolina and then they skip and they're in Florida too. It's a, it's a convenience store, gas station convenience store now. Um, and they have the, like sheets or Royal Farms or I don't know, whatever convenience store that you have. There's, uh, a kind of made food that they make to order there. Wow was really famous for their hoagies. Um, they have the hoagie fest every year. Anyway, yep. they, they just started doing pizza in our area and two, <laughs> yeah, ooh, hold on. Um, on not this past Friday, but the Friday before was my daughter's swim meet that weekend and I wasn't cooking that night. So I was like, let's try it. Let's try the Wawa pizza. And. You can get a 12-inch, a personal, a 12-inch, and a 16-inch pizza. And it looks nice. It kind of looks a little like a Domino's pizza or or whatever. It looks nice, but um, it's not really that, that great tasting. It is for a convenience store pizza it's not so too basically bad. like dominoes <laughs> it, it's not like hand stretched dough i believe it's um not, i don't even know if it is dough i think it's more like a baboli crust maybe i don't know um but uh the toppings they got a lot of toppings and the cheese wasn't bad but the sauce did not really do it for me it it i was saying to my wife today as i thought more about it it almost kind of tasted like the kind of sauce you would get on a frozen pizza, but not like a DiGiorno, more like a generic get, uh, back when I was a kid, they used to be like four for a dollar. You can get those pieces like 10 inch little flat discs with, uh, with, with toppings on them if you wanted them. Um, like uh, a cheese, a pepperoni, a sausage, or a supreme. I think those are the kind of offerings that they gave you. Uh, so it, it wasn't the best. But now I saw the Marvels, right? The next night, Saturday, saw the Marvels. And, like it? and 
at afterwards, I went. Well, we were sitting there in bed, and I was talking to my wife about the Marvels, and my daughter had gotten sick that that night on Friday, so she couldn't do the swim meet uh, the rest of the week because she was sick, and she wanted soup for dinner, French onion soup, and which was fine because I had made stock that week, so I had some stock and made French onion soup and it was, oh, it was chef's kiss of fresh onion soup, baby. It was so good. Loved it. Uh, and then while watching the Marvels, I had a nice sizable thing of popcorn and it was our Valentine's. So a couple of pieces of that, uh, Russell Stover chocolate with whatever kind of filling that was in there, you know, the mixed blessing that you get in for the Valentine's thing. Well, Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. That Wawa pizza gave me bad gas. <laughs> like really bad gas. <laughs> then add the French what onion soup. What doesn't give you bad <laughs> gas? The French onion soup and the popcorn and the chocolate on top of it. And as I was sitting there talking to my wife about the Marvels, and we both kind of agreed that – it was Bruh. the weakest Marvel movie that we've seen. And while we liked the characters, it just seemed like really rushed and bad, um, which was unfortunate. And I was tooting up a storm <laughs> halfway through the conversation. My <laughs> wife got up and left the room. The blankets <laughs> floating. She came back a few minutes later and she said, we've been together almost 30 years. And she said, there have been nights when the quantity has just been atrocious. But tonight, this has got to be one of the worst smells that have ever come out of your body. It's quality, not quantity. It was quality. She's like... This is the topper. No more Wawa pizza for you. Never again. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I got more coming. And I went to hand her. I'm like, here, you can put this pillow over your face. But I realized the pillow was down towards the bottom of the bed. And I smelled the pillow. And it was like oil slick. <laughs> My stink on it. It was terrible. My poor wife. Oh, and and I had gas Damn. for like three days after. It's like about more as bad days. as when you farted. You... And made my daughter puke. It's about as bad as when you <laughs> farted in the elevator at OLF. Uh, oh my god, I remember that one time we're we're in the elevator at LLF and you just beefed one in the elevator like God, Dan. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, you're horrible. Marvel's not good. Wawa pizza, even worse. I, I do not recommend Wawa pizza. It, 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 I mean, you don't know. You don't know that it was just the pizza, though, for real. I mean, it could have been Brie Larson. I, I can't stand to watch her act anyway. But, I mean, you need you need to eat a Wawa pizza without watching Brie Larson. Act. Well, you know what? To be fair, Dave, I ate the Wawa pizza Friday night. All day Saturday, I had really bad gas. My wife was telling me it was bad gas. She's like, okay. so yes, I know. Now, um. Here, here is another thing, and I this, this is going to come maybe as a Three shocker. Three stiffest aboard, Larson. No, as a shocker, that unfortunately after I think it's been about five years. After about five years, 
Somehow this week, my MP3 player disappeared. Oh, oh no. I have no idea what happened to it. I, I took it with me to go to the Uh-oh. store and I can't find it, which isn't a, necessarily a bad thing because boy, was that thing pissing me off whenever I try to connect it in my car. It just, it just, the, the, the audio jack is going on it and I have to just finesse it and wiggle it. And anyway, uh, my question so is. So you're, you're joining the modern world and just going to use your phone? No, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's my, that was going to be my question is what is the recommended application for podcasts? Cause I, I just took a cursory look and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to jump in until I ask people who've already used some of these applications and may have an opinion. Uh, You're not my, an MP3 player. My um, original was, my wait, original podcast. Hold on one second, hold on. The Dave, only did one. You ask, at first. Wait, yeah, hold yeah. on. Are you not going to yeah. buy another Sansa? Not right now. It wasn't wow. a Sansa. It was a, it was a, it was a, a Chinese knockoff brand. Stupid I, I bu- bushy. It was, it was a, uh, um, I'll have to look it up, but it was really good. My, my problem with the Sansas hours, and yeah. all of these is that they went to the 2000 file limitation on yeah. the database, right. which I oh, have yeah, an SD card with more than, I guess, 2000 musics, music yeah. files on it. You got to put Rockbox on it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that that's a possibility, too. Uh, anyway. So I was just thinking about using my phone, trying that out. Because I use it, like I play music off of it sometimes when right. I'm working out or I'm in the car with YouTube music. So what? If you got YouTube music, I mean, uh, there's a, there's a Google, music. Yeah, Google Podcast app. Google Podcast is done. Oh, it is? But, yes. but it's been integrated into Google Music though, right? Uh, YouTube music, maybe, but I, I'll tell you what I, I used. Originally, I used... Dog catcher. That was at the at the time when I had my G one. That was the only one there was. Okay, oh, yeah, that's what I was. Hold I on. remember. I thought it was let, no. Dog. Did did you already set up audio bookshelf? That was me. I don't uh, think Dan did that. No. Dan. No, I don't have audio bookshelf. I don't listen to audio books. Audio bookshelf well, for well, podcasts. Mm, yeah, it does yes. podcasts. Yeah, it'll download your podcast for you, and it'll be on your home server, and then you just stream it to your phone. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the, the idea is so that he doesn't have to stream it. So if he's driving along, he doesn't have to eat up his bandwidth. Um, what I would recommend um, is uh, Podcast Addict. I like that one the best. It can stream podcasts as well if you really need to. Uh, but it will download them, and it also is a, a, a podcast 2.0 compatible one too. So, now not granted, not all podcasts do this, but a lot of podcasts like uh, uh, No Agenda will will uh, put uh, bookmarks in, and and uh, it'll tell you well what if you look at your screen, it'll tell you well what part of the podcast it's in, you know. Um, so. Not very many actually do that. Is my it's been my experience, but it's there. And the nice thing is, is if your podcast includes a streaming thing, streaming uh, link somewhere in the feed, when you when they go live, you can stream it into the app. So, um, 
My Google podcast doesn't die until April 2nd, by the way. Oh, oh, no, well, that's oh, not dearing oh, me any oh, better oh, there. Oh, yeah. Come here, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, that makes it better, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I did try Google Podcasts. I, I didn't care for it at all. I mean, it's just, I like I like the way, uh, I, dog, I mean, I like Dogcatcher to the point where I actually bought it. It was like three dollars at the time when I bought it, um, and uh, but I think it's podcast addict to pay for too. I don't remember if it is or not, but um, but I listen to podcasts enough, you know, uh, uh, that I don't mind if if I did have to pay for it, I probably did, um, but um, I don't remember if I had to pay for it or not. I always used Podkicker. I use dog catcher. I use bash potter for a little while. Uh, but I, yeah, I've been using, I mean, I've not listened to a podcast in since, well, since last year. Uh, Cause I don't commute anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't either, but you know, I work, I work from home. So, you know, I can, I can listen. And then you can also do things like you can stream, uh, like if you have a, the Google uh, Home speakers, you can stream it to those. So, I'm actually oh, I'm an actual beta tester of Podcast Addict, so I'm on the beta, the latest beta. There's others out there, but that's one the one I use. That's my favorite one. I don't even does does iPod or Lemon even exist anymore? <laughs> That was one of the original ones, and the Bash Potter, you know, that script probably hasn't changed in forever. Because I don't even know if, if Link uses it anymore. I, I tat with Link all the time. I, I still, I was still using it. I love Bash Potter. You know, I used it on my uh, Nokia seven seventy, the N seven seventy tablet. I'm just disappointed Nokia basically did nothing with it. I did a long time ago get to play with the N900 for a little bit, and but it was well after it was supported, and, and, and my carrier never supported it at all, so... But it was a nice device for the time. But yeah, that that's what I would I the thing I like about Podcast Addict is it will let me back up the uh my uh feeds to the cloud and then when I get a new phone I just log into the app and bam, all my feeds are there. Dun 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 so, what, what were you using, Dan? Uh, to download podcast with on my computer, yeah, it's using Bash. Yeah, Bash Potter. Okay, you get, so you're still using that then, or you just need just need to sync it to your phone. No, no, I I I, I was Potter using it. Well, yeah, I was using it. I don't 
if I'm going to do something with my phone, I'm just going to do a. An I'm, app. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to bother transferring it. Yeah. 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 Right. Why? Why do you no, ask, Dave? Just, just, just wonder. Just wonder. Yeah, it's probably better just to use the app on your phone. I was going to suggest maybe just, you know, set up Nextcloud to automatically sync your G-Pod or to your phone, but then that doesn't keep it organized for your player. Mm. Right. Oh, maybe I could finally listen to uh, what whatever Living in the Shade of an 80s Arcade became. Actually, Living in the Retro Arcade. There we go, living Every in the title, retro So I can talk about more than 80s. Yeah, I know. It uses freaking uh, Apple's format. I, I wrote Spotify because I use Spotify for that. You know, at one point, I actually, actually did get paid for that show because uh, I did have a sponsor, but the sponsor was Spotify. Um, <laughs> so um, at like maybe... Ten bucks. <laughs> First time I ever got any money for a podcast. Well, exception of when we had that uh we had a Ting sponsorship for a very short like I think what, two months? Oh I think yeah. It was. yeah. I forget. I rem- I remember I gave away a phone, that's what I remember. The Note three back in the day. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the Note 2. I had the Note 3. Yeah, I had the Note 3 that I went with the Pixel 2 XL. And then I went with the uh, uh, Note 10 Plus. go through the list of all the phones we had last time? No. (laughs) Not all of them. Pretty sure we do. Okay. Not all of them, but... I did try some some um, playing around more playing around with Haiku OS uh, this week. I was managed to get uh, Mumble working, uh, but I'm not using it tonight because uh, one thing I found is severely lacking in Haiku OS is support for USB audio. As in, it don't have none. But I plugged in like a like a phone headset because. My old laptop has a triple ring uh, um, headphone jack, you know, so you can plug in the, the same style that you use for a phone into it. And that worked okay. I did a little test here on the Echo, on the, uh, in the uh, Echo, the Mimic Room, whatever you call that, audio test room, that's it. That's a little surprised about Haiku and USB audio. I mean, Haiku is supposed to be all about multimedia, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it, it's a, essentially a clone of BOS, you know. It still doesn't really have a great browser either. Um, the best ones are a little crashy. But I was able to read things like like go in and read uh, like my Gmail in there and stuff like that. That was all okay.
and uh, I think I was also able to play some videos on it too. But let me tell you, that that thing boots re- really fast, like less than a minute. And so what are you going to do with this, this too, that, I mean, what, that laptop is the last one I had to... What are you going to do uh, with it? Just continue to play with it until I'm hoping... Well, I'm hoping somebody uh, ports Firefox over to it. I haven't gotten around to that yet. I probably could do it. I would just have to make sure uh, GCC and all that's on there and compile it. Which I'm not sure how poss- if that's even possible on Haiku OS. I think uh-huh. it is. Mumble, Mumble's there, so. This is VLC and quite uh, open sh- open shots there as well. Man, I'd drop, I'd check out Pocket Cast for Android. Yeah, that's another one. I've I've used Pocket Cast too. I, I mean, Google's evidently moving into YouTube Music, but I hear that that sort of sucks. We're trying to kind of do what I think. Well, Spotify added podcasts after the music, and to me, that does, I, I prefer a one. I prefer a app that's podcasts only instead of both. That's just my preference. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you missed it where I said we got five tornadoes in the Columbus area, Dan. And we talked about this before the show. We talked about this. In the pre show? Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember if we did or not. Because <laughs> I remember you came in. I was taught when I was talking to uh, Dave about it. <sighs> it's nothing as bad as like like um I think it was a couple of years ago um out towards Dayton where um the Meyer grocery store has a um distribution center out there that ripped the whole wall off the side of the distribution center and they had to like waste all of like the section that got hit was where they had all of their pre pre branded bags, you know, the bags that said Meyer on the plastic ones. So they they had to buy some like no name ones temporarily to replace those. But dun dun dun. And I cooked my breakfast by lighting the gas stove with a lighter. I'm a heathen. <laughs> That's why I bought a gas stove, though. One big reason why I bought a gas stove. That way, if ever if I ever have a power outage, I'm good to go. Cooked my eggs in my cast iron skillet.
I love my cast iron. I, that's pretty much all I'm cooking on anymore. Is is one of my cast iron devices, except for Same. my wok. I use my wok all the time too, but everything else is pretty much cast iron. Sometimes I have a I'll cast iron wok. Pan. Actually, you have. A, I don't cast iron. That must be heavy, isn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it it's not as he- actually my my lodges are heavier than it because I got like the eight inch and then thing, I think I got a twelve inch lodge. Um, I kind of want to get either an enameled uh, uh, um, Dutch oven or a, a cast iron Dutch oven. I'll probably go with a cast iron. Dutch. Oh, I have I actually technically have a cast iron Dutch oven, but it's the one with the legs on it, so it's for the campfire. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so it has the legs and uh, a, a lid with a, a lip on it so that you can uh, put uh, coals on top of that lid. So basically you can bake in it on the campfire. We'll see, we'll see if, uh, see if, uh, I, I have really haven't used it, um, at all. I, I was gonna use it, but the weekend, uh, that we went camping, which was, gosh, that was, <laughs> Four years ago now. Dan now already gave a Dutch oven to his wife. You could ask him for <laughs> one, did. too. He did. I thought about Dave the whole time, too. Different kind of Dutch oven, though. Why is that? I don't know. Suppositories. <laughs> Why not? Dave, Dave has, to, a ha- Dave in has there, right? to have these stop I, apart. I, I, stop I gave apart. <laughs> I gave my wife a uh, wet dry vac for Mother's Day one year. Oh Lord! <laughs> Did she ask for that? That was no. a bad move, dude. No, no, no. She looked at me like, you know, are you serious? But she loved it. What after she used it? <laughs> I just got a new one, actually, uh, a little one, because uh, my little one. I went to go um, to Lowe's to buy uh, a filter for it. They didn't even have that vacuum anymore. Never, never mind the filters for it. So, uh, I, the new, a new one was only like 35 bucks. So I went and got it, but, cause I have a little one that I, um, uh, will use, um, cause I have a pit boss and about every other cook or so, I'll take all the great grids off and take the, uh, reflector off and then suck all the dust out of it from, the, from the ash that, that the, uh, pellets make. So, um, oh, my wife won't spend. Kind of, my wife won't spend money washing a car. She does it herself. She's like, she's uh, all the time vacuuming her car. That's why I got it for. Her. But I, we've got a, I, we've got another one since then. I, my son-in-law works for Ryobi, and I got a Ryobi One Plus wet dry vac battery powered. It's a little nice. Yeah. I might uh, look up the model number online of my other one and see if I can't find one for it too, but. Cause I hate the, cause it still works. It's just, it just needs a new filter. I, I screwed it up, um, uh, sucking water up once. Cause I, I basically ruined the filter. And, uh, but the new one, I, I kind of like the new one better cause it's, the other one was kind of an odd shape. This one's round. So kind of, yeah, I think it's easier to, to deal with, but we'll find out. Have not actually used it with the uh, grill yet uh, since I haven't cooked since end of last summer on the grill. I'm overdue to start it. I need to go get some uh, burgers and stuff to try it. 
burgers and uh I've made chicks mix on my pit boss before and that works really good. It was ninety degrees here the other day. Are you serious? I am serious. Wow. People are out grilling. You could just smell the wood smoke around the neighborhood. There you go. It it was kinda nice then, but now it's, you know, back down in the forties again. Yeah. Forties. <laughs> and it's, it's supposed to be rainy next week. <sighs> My wife was saying that she wants, you know, a relatively constant 65 to 75, and I'm like, what, you want to move to California? <laughs> Tennessee kind of has that a lot, too. Although it will get cold. Yeah. But I went on a, I went on a three mile walk around the neighborhood Sunday, uh, is what kind of my first training walk. Um, what I do know is I don't want to use my sneakers, uh, when I go to hike the 20 miles. That's not going to happen. I'm going to have some trail runners before then. Trail runners hikers? or boots. Well, I, that's the thing. Get that ankle support. Us big boys need that ankle support. Yeah, I'll probably be okay with the trail runner. Um, I do have a pair of hikers. I probably am going to try and get a new set because I'm not sure if the pair of hikers I have are the wider width ones or not. I might put them on for my next train and hike, um, hopefully uh, in the actual woods this weekend. Uh, Sunday, was because since it was rain, it's been raining quite a bit here. So I didn't really feel like going sloshing around in the mud on a trail, you know, when really all I needed to do was walk, you know, so, um, which that would accomplish the same thing, keep my legs strengthened and, and test myself for the endurance part. So, but I'm going to gradually work my way up to, I want to get um, between six and 10 miles hikes in on the weekends. Um, well, I hike six, I hike six miles on Saturday, and there you uh, go. Not, not, I, I didn't want to. Uh, my wife and I went to Chimney Rock, North Carolina, for the weekend, and uh, that's where they filmed Last of Mohicans, and they filmed part of Dirty Dancing there, I think, too. Any, anyway, it's it's a mountain. It's, it's a big rock mountain, and uh, there's a 26 story elevator you can take that goes through the mountain to get to the top. Or you can take the stairs. And my, my wife's in much better shape. Maybe she wanted to take the stairs. It's, uh. There's between, it's like 500 stairs. And, uh, we, well, we, I went up. I took the elevator down though. <laughs> my knees couldn't take the I would have. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have ridden the elevator up and walked my ass down. I wanted to. But, yeah. she but, but we ended up being six miles for that day. There you go. <clears throat> Uh, so doing that, went on a couple of bike rides. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna do like like train the hikes in the weekend because that's the only time I have for a really long one. Um, I've been doing hill programs on the treadmill, so I can get used to doing the hill climbs. Because there is gonna be some hills around there. Are you um, doing 20 miles on the treadmill? The treadmill? No, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time for that in a day to day, you know, but um, at least do the. Just at night when you're supposed to be so. sleeping. Right, right, yeah. 
<laughs> but, you know, there's a magical thing called work and then class, you know. Uh, so, and life. <laughs> I did cook for three straight days, though, which is kind of impressive for me. <laughs> ain't yep. happening tomorrow. I played did you make grilled cheese all three days? No. What'd I you cook? Chi- I made chili. Then I made shredded beef tostadas. Shredded beef tostadas. That was last night. And then tonight I had a fish and tater tots. Mostly because that's about all I had left in the freezer for something I could cook for the whole family. And I have my... Okay, I had 15 tater tots today, so I kind of splurged a little bit. Oh, uh, that's not much. Nah, it's just a little bit of... It's about one and a half-ish servings. That was how you cooked the tater tots, tots too. Air, um, actually, those I baked. I baked the tater tots and I air fried the fish. Well, that's not so bad. Nope. It had plenty of hot sauce on it, too. Do you know how many calories you're going for a day? Uh, the low end is, the low end I've never hit, uh, cause there's a range that Noom gives you and I've never hit the bottom of the low. All right. So I try to get it between 1800 and, uh, 20 to 2300 somewhere around really? there. Really? Yeah. The, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm could I ask a couple of personal questions here? Um, yeah. Because that's low. I know. <laughs> like, especially if you're, you know, exercising with any kind of regularity. How much yeah. do you weigh? Uh, I was 316 this morning, so I lost a couple more. Are, are so. you losing like a pound or two a day? No. <laughs> are, are you sure on your calorie count then? Yes. Yeah, I have 25. Actually, wait a minute. Is it, is it? I can't read this shit. My eyes are tired. Hold on. Or old. Yeah. Bro, you should oh. be starving. 2355 is what I've had today. The low, the weight loss zone they have in the app is between 2960 and 3710. So. The weight loss zone for you, they have between 29.60 and 37? Yeah, 37.10, yeah. 3,700. Yeah, 3,700, yeah. 3,710. And you're eating between 18 and 2,300? Uh, about that, yeah. Actually, I've been over two every day, uh, this week. Thanks to the freaking chips. But, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying, it's. Seems a little low. Yeah. I mean, if you're weighing 315 pounds, I would say that in order to maintain that, you would need to be around like, well, with your level of activity, 32 to 3,500 calories, and losing weight would be in the yeah 2,800 range, and then you just bring that number down yeah. over time. Yep. That's just what I'm not even trying to be oh. honest to, to hit the to hit the lower. I'm eating what 
what my body is asking for for the most okay. part. So, okay. Well, you know, 18 to 23 is something that like a right. active 200, maybe less pound person should be eating. Yep. Yep. Hey, you know, if I can get away with the lower amount, I, I do. And I usually do. Well, as long as it's, you know, high protein. Yep. Well, trust me, it is. I usually have, if well, I've been doing eggs or protein shake every morning, so mm. yeah, I get I get my protein. I get like, my protein. Two hundred and twenty grams of protein per. I don't know. You dropped out, man. Well, can everybody else hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You should be having like 200 to 220 grams of protein per day. And uh, one protein shake is about 25. Yep. But counting all the meat, like uh, today I had um, uh, the Jess Bear chicken chunks for lunch. I actually had double serving of that. And, uh, yeah. So I'm doing all right. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I don't feel, I don't feel, um, like, as long as it's I'm working starving. for me. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I'm not perfect by any means. Like I said, I, oh, no. Bought, no one is. I bought, I bought, uh, a big box of those 50 with 50 uh, uh, single serve bags of chips in them. And I've been hitting them stupid things hard. (laughs) I I, I had like three Oreo cookies. But less. I did not have any Oreos. I I, I did. I did. (laughs) But I I got the Oreo cookies so that I could, um, well, make protein shakes with them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I ended up eating a couple of them because my wife wanted some, so the package was open and it was right there. Of course. So, yeah. Yeah, the mix I got, the mix of chips I got has the Red Hot Cheetos, the Jalapeno ones, the Dorito, regular Nacho Cheese Doritos, um... The sweet chili Doritos, which are delicious. And I'm trying to think well, the uh, sour cream, sour cream and cheddar ruffles. But, you know, when I get them, yeah, I get no more than a bag or two, you know, maybe. And that, and when, and it's not like, like when I buy a big bag and I pour a whole big ass bowl, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Actually measure your servings. I do. Do this crazy do. thing where you actually check the number of calories, or the amount of sugar, or the macro split. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not really. I'm looking more towards calories at this point than macros. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Worry about the macro split later. Just gear everything towards a higher protein count. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, it's you know, I'll have my ups and downs, and that's fine. More downs than ups. Tomorrow will probably be a. I may do Chick-fil-A tomorrow. 
Canes. Give me. Yeah, I, you know, my problem with Canes is I always end up wanting to get the Caniac combo, which is super huge. 1,800 calories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's you a know, nice big right. meal for 1,800 calories. It is, too. Yeah, you got the garlic bread and the fries and the cane, cane sauce. I I like it, but it's not my favorite thing to dip chicken fingers in. It really is really good for French fries. Yeah, it's good for that. I have some of the uh, Wahlburger sauce down, downstairs, too. Oh, That's my wife found good. out you could buy Arby's sauce in uh, Walmart. Oh, here you go. She loves that stuff, so. I like, um, of RB sauces, I like the horsey sauce the best. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. When I get that, well, if I just get the plain roast beef at at Arby's, that's got to go on it. But I usually don't get the plain one. I usually get the cheddar one. Because cheese. And they gotta get curly fries, but if I get curly fries, I get the small curly fry now. And that's my treat meal when I get fries. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I gotta go, uh. If I don't get, um. If I try my hikers and don't like them, I'll have to probably go get um, really thinking trail 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 runners with a mid mid uh, not high top but a mid top would be fine enough for me for ankle support. Uh, you know, this is not you know the, the trail of Bur Oak is not going to be real real rustic. You know, it's not going to be like like the AT would be. It's a state park trail, so it's not going to be too tough. It's just going to be long. Cool. But Joe, do you use audiobook shelf for podcasts? Um, I was using it for podcasts. I stopped for a little while. I got to re-get my, uh, all my uh, subscriptions. But yes. Yeah, got to find your OPML file, huh? Yeah, I have a backup somewhere. I just have to find it. Damn it, I'm talking and I'm muted. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. That's use, what's going on. Do you use uh, audio bookshelf for anything other than the podcast? E-books. E-books and audio books. Do you use That's it? it? Maybe I'll look into that one of these days. Yeah. Oh, yes, there's another thing I was going to bring up. This, this is, this pissed me off. On my daughter's birthday last week, we had everybody over, had a good time. And when it came, when I came down here to finish the sh- to to put the show together, the show together. Right. I went back upstairs and I was going to 
empty and fill the dishwasher. And I realized I didn't run the dishes through. So I went, put it through, and then I was like, I'll do it in the morning. So I got up next morning, opened it up, and I'm like, fuck, did I not turn it on again? What happened? And, uh, yeah, again, it's Nuh-uh. dead. Yes, it is dead. Like, it was it was working fine. I'm not having a problem. Everything was going great. I've been keeping it cleaned out because I know they're real pricks about it. If they come in and see a speck of food on there, they're going to be like, ah, you burned the motor, you know. And, like, it, it was just running perfectly fine, and then, boom. It'll fill, it'll drain, but it won't spray again. Same thing that happened last time. And, of course, it's probably the same uh, model and everything as your old one, huh? Well, no, th- all they did – so this – this I had – when we moved in here, our dishwasher, we had that up until 2020. And 2020, right. it it died. It finally died. And they – Eventually got us a new, uh, not a new one. They pulled one from another unit in there and that ran until June slash July of last summer. And that motherboard went or the, the main controller on that thing went and they put in a brand new one. That was this one. That one did this, the exact same thing. It just stopped spraying in October. And it was replaced sometime in, I think, November slash December because I had to go through all that crap with them. And the exact same thing happened again now. It was working fine, and then all of a sudden it just will not spray anymore. Now, um, it dawned on me last Wednesday night when I went to empty it that something was going wrong here. Because it looked like it had gone through everything. The the little door opened up to expel the detergent. So but I guess it was a little humid in there or whatever, so the detergent was a little clumped in there. And I should have been the, the clue that I should have keyed me to the fact that it didn't work. Now couple of things that I'm wondering here, and I don't think FMA listens to this, and I hope not, but when this happens, I I had two things went through my mind. I'm like, it could be a couple of things. It could be a simple fix. I don't know. I looked at some recommendations online. Um, about what to do. Somebody had said, well, all you have to do is just pull it out, turn it over, and there is a, um, a motor on the back that you can easily pull off and check the inside to see if it's gunked up or dirty. I took the time to do that. That was like an hour there to, to pull it out and do that. And I, I you know, spotless it was spotless in there so i'm i'm pretty sure it has nothing i don't think it had anything to do with being food particles or anything like that before it was just running fine 
perfectly and then suddenly stop. Now, one of the things that I wonder, and I don't know if this is kind of related, but when they installed this dishwasher, it had, I'm going to assume it's because there have been a couple of dishwashers that have been pulled in and out of there, right? So there are two uh, connections at the top that allow you to kind of screw screw the where, where the arms come in, screw that to the counter so that it doesn't slide around. And, of course, they used a mismatch of screws, and the one doesn't and never has fully prevented the dishwasher from moving around. So sometimes when you close it, after a while, it kind of shifts a little bit to the left, and it's it's pretty much almost imperceptible. It's a little wedged back there that creates a little bit of friction on the door. And when you go to close the door, sometimes it doesn't close properly or all the way. So you got to make sure that you jiggle it back out of there and close it. Other things that I have noticed that it'll start to fill up, and when it goes into the spray cycle, sometimes that's enough if there's a little bit of resistance on that door that it'll kick the door open. And now, generally, that's just like if you open the door when the dishwasher's running, all it does is just pause the dishwasher, and when you close it, it either automatically starts it back up to where it was, or you just press the start button and it'll kick back in um i i don't see how this could be a possibility it doesn't sound like it but i'm wondering is there something with this model that when that door gets bumped open or when it's been left open for a while something gets screwed up on this thing i don't know i mean it doesn't make much sense that that would be the possibility. I'm kind of reaching at straws here. The most likely possibility is that there is some kind of defect in this, in this washer that is burning out right. the motor that like that motor for the spray. Yep. I don't, I don't know why that would, you know, and it's not something that you could just replace it. It's going to end up happening again because that's what happened here. And I, yeah, I, I don't know if you've ever gone my microwave the same the same way. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever gone online to look at diagnosing a dishwasher, um, right. Whirlpool especially. There is like, unless you actually have the that little piece of paper that's stuffed under the, you know, they stuff it under the dishwasher and when they install it for a technician to look at that they don't generally give the end user. I think they took that paper and and got it because I couldn't find it. But um, there is a sequence of lights above the buttons, you know, the buttons or the buttons, the lights on the buttons or the lights above the buttons that you can put the dishwasher into a diagnostic mode, which on my model, it's just hitting any three keys in succession three times fast was like, 
one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, and it puts it into a diagnostic mode. But unless you know like how to read that and, and when you try and research how to read that, there are so many different models and I couldn't find any specification for the model that I had to, to verify this, but it's like, well, if this light flashes once, and then this light flashes one time, it's this problem. But if it's two, it's this problem. If it flashes three times fast and then pauses and flashes once, it's, it's like all these possibilities of the flashing lights that at, at that point, like, I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on with it, right? It would run through the diagnostic, but I couldn't tell if it was informing me that something was wrong or not. Um so at that point, I kind of gave up on it and, and called them, put in a work order for it. I even tried uh, just switching the power breaker off for 15 minutes, hoping that maybe it was the controller or the software in there just needed to be reset. And there's just really reading. There's, that's the surefire way to do it. Um, that didn't solve my problem either. So I contacted them. This was on Friday. Because uh, I spent Thursday trying to figure out maybe if I could get this thing to work, but no, so got them, put in the work order, and they didn't even come out. They were like, I saw that they put the work order in progress, then I got, then I saw it when the work order got put on hold, then I got an email from the property manager, she said, we're just going to send the uh, Whirlpool warranty maintenance out, and uh, I'll make a appointment with them and the and she came back she's like the earliest i could get was march 5th and i was like that's cool thanks because yeah there's gotta be the most logical thing is there's something wrong with this because even if even if i was throwing bones in the bottom of the damn thing it should last more than two months greed yeah yeah so now back to washing my damn dishes by hand yeah Five times a day. And, and what's worse is, is is you probably well, you may not have your heat on all the time, but I don't know about you, but up here I still have my heat on, and my skin is until like June or so. My skin is usually dry as hell. <laughs> I bet it is. And I literally am using a, 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 I have a bottle of lotion sitting at my desk and I hit that two or three times a day because my hands feel like crap. At your age? Yeah. Hitting that lotion yeah, a couple times a, a day? Too. Right there ha, at the ha, desk? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a compliment. Uh-huh. No, I've been actually having a lot well, of problems with dry hands and dry feet lately. Like, especially, yeah, no. like, I don't know what it is, but, like, the time I go to bed, we haven't had the air conditioner or the heater on or anything, but my hands and my feet are so dry that I just cannot sleep, so. Yep. Do you have a problem with yep. your feet cracking? So uh, no, no. Greasy hands and feet. Um... I don't have calluses on my feet that thick anymore. 
Yeah, I've been I having generally problems. Don't either, I've had but... problems for a couple of years now with my feet getting calluses on them and cracking, and I, I need. I've been taking better care of it now, because man, those 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 cracks hurt like hell. Sometimes. I bet they do. Um, are, what are you doing? Like compression socks? I I I yeah. From uh, I've been using compression socks for a couple uh, a couple of years now, but also what I do is I make sure I keep my feet. I clean my feet. I make sure that I put lotions on them, and uh, I have this uh, this sock I put on that that provides lotion. And and it was it. I also had my wife uh, shave off some of that that callus down there because mm-hmm. she used to be an esthetician, so she knows how to do a lot of that shit better than I do. That I'm not going to end up shaving my nerves off right. and and not walk for a day or two but it was it was like beautiful for a, a good month month and a half and then i kind of slacked off and am taking care of it and i should have been a little more on top of it and now it's starting to callous up again and i gotta gotta get back in, you know fixing it you don't, right. get back on you don't run barefoot well, no more uh no i had to stop because uh of my plantar fasciitis it's like <laughs> No, yeah, it, it does. When it comes to my feet, the worst problem that I have is like nails. The the nails on my feet. I have to keep a very yeah. very close eye on them because if I don't yep. take care of them, they will get ingrown. And then um, usually, you know, I'll, I'll get an infection right there at that cuticle line, and that 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 crap hurts to clean out. And I don't want to pay a doctor to do it because I know yep. how to do it. And, 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 which means no anesthetic for Joe and, and he gets to do it the hard way. But you know, a couple of times of that and you learn your lesson. Take care of learn your no feet. More. Yep. How'd you get rid of your plantar yep. fasciitis, Dan? I, I didn't, uh, fully get rid of it. What? The super feet what? green insoles, uh, inserts fixed mine. See, my, my problem is, I generally don't have it unless I run. Yeah. It, like, well, I quit running and I went away, but. <laughs> have you, yeah, have you, when I run. Thought about switching to like an elliptical? Cause I know you like running. I, I can, I have all that stuff available to me at, at the Y right up to a block away, <laughs> two blocks away. Um, I, I just, I like being outside right. when I do that. And, if if I take it easy, I'm usually okay. Yeah, but where's but the I fun in that? Like, I like to like, like I like to run and you like if pushing I yourself. Run too fast, right? If I run too fast, then like it doesn't hurt me then. But yeah, like, like I went for a run on Monday and like I was fine until I sat yeah, down later. and after I. <laughs> 20 minutes, yeah, I sat down, and then I stood up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I almost yeah. can't walk. I, I'm telling you, the, the super feet green insoles fixed mine completely back when I was running, and I still uh, wear Drop today. a link. Drop a link. I'll, I'll find that. Hold on a second. What is it super called? Super feet yeah. green. I send you a link. Uh, Because I have to put insoles on all my shoes. 
Okay, Super Feet yep. Green, right? Is there a difference between the other it's, ones? I think the colors may have to do with arch support. Okay. I, I just put a link in there. But I tried several inserts. See, and that's all of them work, but the kind of things I'm trying to pay Interesting. Uh, I may look into something like that too prior to my hike, because my goal, you know, is to get through the hike and not feel totally wrecked. You know, if you get through the hike and you don't feel totally wrecked, have you done it right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, mine was so bad I was looking at maybe wearing a boot, you know, while I slept. And, right. Uh, but uh, I, I tried several things first. I mean, I tried, you know, icing it and roll, rolling your foot on a uh, frozen water bottle. Yeah. I tried every, uh, several inserts, but the Super Freak Green finally fixed it. Now, where was your pain? Was it on was it the heel? Like in? Yeah. Oh, on the, no, heel, the heel up. Up, no, the heel going, going up your forward ankle? towards the middle of my arch. Okay. But, but mainly the heel. Okay, because mine, mine, mine is from the heel going up, like, my Achilles yeah, my, towards my Achilles Mine felt like I was tendon. walking on bone. I mean, it felt like, you know, I had no padding oh. on my heel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so this is... You limp. I Googled that, and it's, uh, and they said, previously named Green... All purpose support high arch. Yeah, that's that's what I wear, and uh, I mean I still wear them, and I've not I've not had a problem. Well, you know I quit running like three years ago, but uh, but you know I, I had plantar fasciitis three years prior to that, so it worked while I was running, and it's, I'm assuming it's still working now. But that goes more like when I, I can't to, stop running, dude. I need yeah, to start back. Saves my life. <laughs> I need to start. Yeah. Back. I've got an elliptical three foot behind me that uh, I've not used once. You don't use? <laughs> no, my wife uses it. You know, other, uh, than that, other than that hike, you know, the only exercise I've done this week, I played drums for 30 minutes yesterday. <laughs> see, like, I've, I've got a gazelle, but it's it's barely better than walking. Yeah, this is yeah. a Horizon. Uh, we, we bought it used. It was in a gym at one time. It's a nice one. There you go. Yeah, so that that it's those feet things I'm paying a lot of attention to, because I know that like like um, when I one of my three I will wear New Balance sneakers when uh when I did my uh three mile walk uh Sunday, and my feet didn't hurt. It's just they felt like they were just that if I kept going they were going to, so. Things I'm going to look for when when I pick either a trail runner or a hiker is I want the toe box to be fairly roomy, um, and uh, possibly looking at the zero a zero drop uh, kind of a trail runner, which they do have those. Uh, the ultra yeah, that's what you right look now at looking, the ultras. Yeah, they, ultra lone peaks. They have yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Huge toe box. Yep, yep, that's what I'm looking at. Those ultra low peak lone peak. Uh, Either the sevens or the eight, um, I can get the sevens on Amazon for like eighty-four bucks. Uh, the eights are gonna run around between one forty and one fifty. Yeah, that's that's normal. But right, I, I ran in Hocus when back when I was quit running, but I, I gotta have padding with my yeah. purchase. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I run on the outside of my feet anyway. I mean, I, I, I may end up the opposite of supination, but what's it called? Right. I forget what it's called, what I got, but it's, I run on the outside of my feet. Okay. The opposite so of supination would be pronation. That's it. That's, that's yeah, pronation. I, I've got go. pretty severe pronation. They just stand and okay. walk in any of that. And I've, I've sprained my ankle multiple times growing up. And right. it's, it's weak anyway. <laughs> so what I'll, what I'll probably do is before I buy them, um, well, first I'll go see if REI has any of the sevens in stock. Because uh, we do have an REI or, or either REI or a, a, what's the other sporting goods place? I want to say Dave's, but that's not right. Dick's. Dick's. Dick's, thank you. Yep, Dick's, which you I can, do. I have a Dick's right here. You can find previous models on Amazon. Some of these shoe, shoe places have outlet stores where they sell previous models as well. Yep, yep. And I'm going to need like a 10 or a 10 and a half wide because my, that's my, my, it's the, what I go, when, when I go buy sneakers, that's what I always get is wide because I got wide feet. Uh, Dan, I would try those super feet greens. I'd, I'd go out and get them tomorrow. If you're if you're in that kind of pain, I would I would try them. I'll, I'll see about that. Yeah, I have it. I'm gonna see about getting those. Yeah, they they are on Amazon like for the 50, same price. Fifty uh, fifty 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 bucks for them. Yeah, that's wrong. Fifty five. Yeah. And you may want to a little to, steep. Yeah, you, well, they're, they're that's what I paid. They're worth it. Uh, you may want to go to your running store. They, I mean, they they may suggest something different if your pain is going up the Achilles tendon. But. Right. Yeah, I, the, the shoes I have, uh, I went to the running store, and, and this was, a, well, these are a couple of years ago. I think two year, a year and a half ago. Um, I probably need to go back in soon. And it helped for a while, but it's just, you know, it's the wear and tear. It's inevitable. Yeah, I had two pair at one time when I was working, but I, I just got one pair and I switch them out in, my, in all my shoes. Fifty bucks, huh? Yep. Yeah. What is with Amazon and weird ass long links? Because that's that's the. <laughs> That's the pair of uh, trail runners I'm looking at right now, which which should be good for hiking. That is a long link. Isn't it, though? <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw that. It, it's it. Joel's affiliate link. He he doesn't want you to know that you're <laughs> no. supporting him uh, by using that link. <laughs> See, that's the one thing I, you look at here. Is those, those ones were 89 and that's the blue ones. But what I don't get, and I see this on Amazon, like when you go from one color to the next. Well, I guess they're all eighty nine, huh? I ran in a pair of those. the other day. There, I ran in a pair of those for a week. And my running store let you return them if you didn't like them, and uh, I, I love the toe box, but I, I, the zero drop this was a mess for me. Right, right. I'm with you. I, I, I can see how that might might not be comfortable for some. Yeah. Was was it? Oh no! I, 
think it's the blue ones were the only ones I can get in my size, if I remember right. Hey, when I when I was running, I used to think you know, that the color of the shoe didn't matter. I was just running in them, but I had one pair of shoes that were like neon orange, and I swear, in the the six months I ran in them, I probably had people stop and roll down their window and say something about my shoes mid run, four or five times in six months. Were so they I, talking smack or were they saying, "Oh, those are cool"? Oh, they thought they were cool, but they were they were super high visibility. But, you know, I don't want to be stopped. <laughs> Take my earbuds out and have to listen to somebody commenting on my shoes while I'm running. <laughs> well, see, you so, got to run so the when co- there's no people. Well, I, there's no people where I live. I mean, well, there is, but it's a small town. But And I guess maybe that's why they thought it's okay to stop and talk. But uh, the color of the shoes right. do matter. <laughs> that's when you get the biggest headphones you can find that will stay on your head while you're running. Yeah. Well, they got the blues, and I think the blues and the black and gray ones that are in my color. Like I said, I'm going to see what Dix has. Uh, and I, I do want, before I go and spend that much cash on uh, some footwear, I want to make sure that they at least feel good when I put them on in the store. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't usually wear cans for my headphones, um, barring certain circumstances like podcasting. Yeah. But uh, if I go to the gym... I really, really don't want to talk to anybody. Paracans yeah. are perfect because people know to leave you alone. Yeah. I gave my earbuds to my wife and I bought my Soundcore ear, ear cans, whatever you call them. I love them. I got to find mine. I got I got a pair of the, the, the Soundcore uh, cans around. I, I don't, they're like my backup. A set of headphones for when I go on calls for work, but um, especially going into the summer, I don't like to wear them because they get freaking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not when I'm in the gym. I'm either wearing my iWas if I'm using my phone or if I got my iPad on, I got a pair of AirPods. I don't have to buy AirPods for my iPad, but I wanted a dedicated set because it's a pain in the butt switching your headphones between devices. I think my my crushers are broke right now. I still have to 3D print some parts to fix them again. So if I were going to the gym today, I'd have to wear my Sony's. The XB700s with the modified ear cups. Mm-hmm. See, here's what you do, Joe. Is when you're modif- when you modify the ear cups, take a drill and drill out drill out some holes on the backside of it, and then put a fan in there. <laughs> yeah, potentially. I mean, that could be cool. I I could see where that would be helpful to keep things cool. But then again, annoying sound right next to your ears. Just get the velours. Well, we gotta wrap this up. It's bedtime. Yeah. I I know I gotta find better footwear for the site. And I'm also looking socks, too. 
Fox too. Yeah, it's gonna happen tomorrow. I, Every, whether I want to or not, it's gonna happen. Every Thursday. Everybody talks about how good those socks are, and I and I've been wearing darn tough socks. Oh, darn tough. I've been wearing them for probably ten years, and every pair I've ever they got owned, lifetime warrants. They do, and I've never taken advantage. Of, I've never taken advantage of it. But every pair I've ever had, I put a hole in them within a year. Every pair really? I've got a hole in them. Yeah. So I don't uh, think I'm gonna buy tough. two pairs on them. They're like twenty bucks a pair too. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, play us out. Play us out, huh? What are we, what are we playing here? Uh, gotta go to the outro. All right, we're gonna see everybody in March. Enjoy your second last day in February, and we will see you. On the flip side, <laughs> happy suppositories, Dave. I am sure. Oh my God! It's Hacker Public Radio. Hacker Public Radio is a daily podcast by the hacker community for the hacker community. If you're interested in technology, creating things, hacking, Linux, or any kind of computer, that kind of stuff, you should listen to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.com. My name is Matt, and I've started a new podcast called Libre Quest. I talk about Linux, news, and topics. To get the show, visit LibreQuest.org. So we can paint anything we want? Anything at all. How about if I paint your fine ass? Mm, yeah, with my tongue brush. Shut up. Just shut up. It's over. Well, you were making it pretty young in the kitchen. And I was in the dining room having sushi. Mm-hmm. I, I just checked. It looks like uh, LibreQuest hasn't put out a podcast in like two years. I, I actually looked that up you know, last week. It's time week. to get rid of that promo, I guess. Huh? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Ooh. It's only been a decade since lots of the Linux links. I think it's been longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went on Dick's website, looked at, looked up the Ultra Lone Peak 7s. They still want $140 for them. I'm like, yeah, hell no. <laughs> that may be discounted. I mean, last time I bought a pair of running shoes, you know, the, the, the current model was around 130, 140. And I think that's gone up 30 or $40 now. Current models usually around 170 now, which is ridiculous. For what? A current model. I mean, like, if, like if I went to get a new pair of Hoka's or something, or Brooks or whatever I was running in. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Running shoes or trail runners? Yeah, the Lone Peak Eights are one thirty nine on Amazon. 
So, yeah. And my wife, she would, she would fuss every time I bought a pair of running shoes when I was running because I can't run in just any shoe. She can. And she thinks because she can, everybody can. Right. Yeah, Dave, why can't you do that? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, it has to be neutral. It has to be padded. You know, I. You want a to pretty ripped. good toe box on it so you can. <laughs> for her pleasure. For Dave's pleasure. I, I didn't realize that um, suppository quality control technicians <laughs> spent that much time on their feet. <laughs> but I guess, you know, the application I, process. I've, I've never formulated a suppository. <laughs> Right. <laughs> sure you have it, Dave. <laughs> Every fifth one needs tested, right? Now, I, I, I did. Uh, I right, probably told right. you all this. I uh, made chewable tablets as well, and for a little while, we formulated pet vitamins. And I would just, any any tablet anybody made, you know, you, it's chewable, you have to taste it. And, I, you know, people would say, have you tried this one? I said, no, I would, I would eat any tablet. And uh, the, the last one I tried was a uh, what's it called? Corpophagia? When dogs eat their own crap? It was it was a tablet yes. that was supposed to stop that, and I I didn't know it, but I tried it. It did it. it didn't you know what? <laughs> you still ate crap. If I just take. Yeah. If I just take the last two minutes of what you said, <laughs> I could cut it up into so many words. <laughs> Like when you said, I have never formulated <laughs> a suppository. It could say, I have never formulated a pet suppository, <laughs> but I have formulated chewable suppositories or or any of those things. <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. I have formulated chewable suppositories uh, for coprophagia. <laughs> just piece it all together, just like that. Right. Now we can play at the beginning of the show, right? Making me sweat. <laughs> I would do that to you, Dave. But I'm going to stop this recording before you say something else. And yeah. I can't help it. Yeah, we've not even had a winner this year. South Carolina is the only state, I and mean, that's all 50 states. I mean, the panhandle of Georgia has even had, I mean, the panhandle of Florida has even seen some snow this year. South Carolina is the only state that's got no snow. And this is the right. first. This is the first time in history we've had two winters in a row with no snow. That's amazing. It's not over yet. It's not Dave. over yet, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know it's not. But my, my wife's really wanting some snow. But uh, it's been a roller coaster just temperature-wise this week. It's going to be 15 degrees cooler tomorrow than it was today, and today was seven degrees warmer than yesterday. So I mean, it's it's just been up and down. You know. Monday, is this, Monday, is this like an SAT question that we're supposed to figure out what the temperature is? Right. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Quadratic equation, yeah. Wait a second. Hold on. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Dave, because it was 72 degrees here today. It's yeah. 67 now. It's going to be 49 degrees tomorrow. Yeah. And it was like 41 yeah. yesterday. Yeah. No, you know what? Yeah, it was, yeah. Like I had the doors open and everything. It was beautiful today. Yeah. We, well, it rained today here, but we're, it's going to be clear tomorrow. But it's, I think tomorrow is the only day without rain for 12 days. 
I don't know if you heard it, but we had a, a tornado warning here, and uh, there's five tor- tornadoes hit in and around the uh, Columbus area. How close to you? Uh, closest is probably uh, Hilliard or, or just slightly south of us. Um, I think they're still going through all the damage. We had we lost power for a couple hours this morning. I was going to go to the gym, but, um, well, it's kind of a little dangerous to drive during a tornado warning. <laughs> so I uh, could not know where things were. Plus, it was pretty dark out still. So, But no damage here, just two hours of power and me, me lighting my gas stove with a lighter so I can have some breakfast this morning. Quarter pound of meat in his mouth. No well, you, you had no power? Yeah, we had no power for two hours. Oh, two, which is not it wasn't too bad to, you know. But it went from it was in the sixties this morning, and now it is uh, twenty twenty nine. Or, or wait, is this wait a minute? How I let me go back up? I need to look at the weather bug one. Is the tornado, tornado warning still on? No, no, it was just this. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was a uh, first thing in the morning at about a uh, five twenty in the morning. So, yes, yes, it's twenty nine now, and it's supposed to get down to twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. The cold freaking in. When tornadoes come around Greenville. Dave's got a suppository for that, right, Dave? (laughs) (laughs) Every week. (laughs) Well, like I said, the two best investments I made were the gas stove and the gas fireplace. Uh, Fortunately, this time I didn't have to – our gas fireplace has a a, um, holder for four double A's, so you can actually um, light it when there's no power. Because normally it's lit by the electric. It's got a electrical ignite, electric igniter. You just flip switch just like you do like on a stove. And ignites it. But uh, didn't have to go that far. It never it, In the power outage, it never dropped a degree in the house. So it stayed 70 the whole time. And comfortable. But... Blah, 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 blah. I've been snacking way too much this week, although I haven't lo- haven't gained any weight. Uh, I haven't really lost a whole lot, but I made the mistake when I went to Sam's Club. I bought a big box, a big box of uh, all of those uh, individual bags of chips. It's got to count for it, man, right? Had some of the sweet chili Doritos for a snack earlier. Those are good if you haven't tried those. Had my first class last night. It went pretty good. Mm-hmm. First, my first class since uh, I I left Columbus State over ten years ago. <laughs> well, that's cool. No, no, yeah, no not thanks. cool. <laughs> no, it's 
I don't want to say it's probably the one of the least exciting courses I'm taking. Well, I just Leader, said no for the sake of saying no. Leadership and organizational behavior. Woo. Yeah. Tomorrow's leave day. Yep. What day? Leave, oh, day. leave day. Oh, leave day. Leave day. Okay. It's the 29th. Better hope there's no babies born tomorrow, but there probably will be. <laughs> Poor yeah, kids. They just get their birthday moved to March 1st. Or February 28th. Yeah, one of my sister's sons is born. His birthday's tomorrow. Oh. Uh, special birthday then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's technically he's turning eight, but he's really, he's really like twenty four or something. He's <laughs> like eighty five. <laughs> Where's Murph these days? Busy, huh? Unacceptable. Well, that's good. I saw a story earlier this week that Wendy's was going to do. Surge, Surge pricing. pricing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I just saw one that well, they, Wendy said. They tried to rephrase it. I don't know if you saw that right. today. I think they backed off on it, but then I they think did. they also tried to rephrase saying that, you know, instead of surging the pricing during, you know, the most expensive time of day, they wanted to be able to give discounts at the less busy times of day. Like, that's not uh-huh. the exact... Like, we're supposed to be too stupid to know that that's the exact same thing. Yeah. It's, it's Somebody lost their job when over Uber, first press release. <laughs> I want to say, it's bullshit when, er, when... It was bullshit when Uber did it. It's still bullshit when uh, they're talking about this. For, for I mean, come on. Hey, I don't know. The last couple of times I went to Wendy's, and it's been a while since I've been there, their prices had surged already. So Everybody's yeah. prices had oh surged. Oh, my goodness. It's not worth it. Like McDonald's, you know. People used to go there, not because the food was good, but because the food was cheap. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 now, and now it's not even that. It's still – it's even crappier food. It just costs more. What's, I will what say I it. have been told about that is that – they raise their prices to get people to move to the app because if you order off the app, it's supposedly a lot cheaper. But I for don't McDonald's, know. yes, no. it's not. But you order off the app. Not that I know to. I, I have. Now I will say this: if you order in the app, it's kind of like like Starbucks, where that every once in a while you'll get something for free. That's okay, I guess, but. It's got to be just the economy. I mean, they've gotten rid of their cashiers. Everything's a kiosk now. It's just prices going up. They're they're doing what they can to stay afloat, probably. But, I understand. In, see, ingredients see, I, prices have gone up. We, we we have to pay these workers enough to actually be able to live. So the answer is have less workers. And, and who cares? You know, the company made a... Um, what, how many billions of dollars last yeah. year? We have to make yeah. more than that this year. God yeah. forbid we should give back to the people that actually make it possible. Yeah. See, this is where mm. I would somewhat question that, Dave, because I have noticed that the rest, the restaurant prices 
at least in my area, anecdotally, have not risen equivalently to what fast food has. Yeah, but they've gone up. I mean, it, it's a lot like what right. you say. And these big, big chains, they have, uh, you know, shareholders, and they, they have to make more than they did last year. That, that's a lot. Well, of it. but the mom and pop, some they, of it, they've but, gone up, but not not as much as not as much. I'll as the big say, chains. I will say this. You know, one of the big issues uh, was just getting people to work for for what they were willing to pay, because when they were closed during the pandemic. They literally had to go get new jobs, and now they got new jobs. And why would work you less, work? get paid more? Yeah, I mean that's the thing, you know, and, and uh, that's was a huge part of it. You know, now it's it's depending on like like our Arby's here, both our both Arby's. We have two Arby's in Grove City. Don't ask me why we have two, but we do. All right, both of them will regularly run out of the main thing they sell. Roast beef, and I'm like, how do you do that? But they do it all the time. No oh, man, Popeyes some, in this area has is always out of something. Chicken, <laughs> sometimes they are out of chicken. Out of chicken. You go up there, like you can have anything you want as long as it's like rice and beans. I will and say this: it, chicken wings. If you want a Chick Fil A style chicken sandwich on a Sunday, they are a good substitute. <laughs> oh, Popeye's has a great chicken sandwich. I they like do. Popeye's food. It makes me thirsty afterwards. Thirsty as hell, but I do. That's like see, what I don't like. Thing. Okay, what if you go in there and you look at their menu? Some of them you can ask for this onion rings. They have onion rings. All right. Who are we but, talking about? Chick Fil A or Popeye's? Popeyes. Okay. Popeyes had the best onion rings ever. Uh, I, I I knew them from all the way back when I was in high school. We had them in, where I lived in the Philly when I lived in the Philly area, and they had like the best onion rings because they put like a little bit of cayenne in the batter. Oh man, they're so good. But, but I don't think they have remember them anymore. McDonald's French fries back in the seventies and eighties, don't you? I mean, but they make when they made them with beef tallow. Yeah. I remember yeah. them from the 80s, but I'm going to have a difficult time remembering anything in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I remember the burgers actually being burgers in the 80s, and then it was sometime in, like, the mid-90s where they turned into, like, cardboard pancakes. <laughs> well, I worked at McDonald's in high school, and, and my, my memory is not that good, but I, I, maybe the patties were a little juicier then. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, right. I just see Dave spitting on him on the grill. He's like, "You need more juice, Dave." All right. Uh, <laughs> spitting his tobacco on there. <laughs> Every once in a while, though, I'll just get a two cheeseburger meal at McDonald's. That's that's really the only one I like anymore. Working at McDonald's is where he got the idea for the flavored suppositories. <laughs> That's Dave. <laughs> I worked for my first job was Burger King. Did you ever work fast food, Dan? I did. I worked two different places. And I'll never work fast food again. Pizza Hut? No. I, I worked, I worked Burger at Burger King and Taco Bell. Home of the Whopper. I worked at Dairy Queen mm -hmm. for 
About two weeks. See, I worked at Burger King when they had the burger bundles, and I missed those. Those were good, actually. What What was uh? Did you what What was the uh, kicker, the killer there for you for uh, Dairy Queen? What What What? Why did I only work there two weeks? Yeah, why only two weeks? Because my mother also worked there, and it just didn't work out. (laughs) Oh, because that's about as long as I worked at Taco Bell. And they had me working the shift from like ten o'clock at night till four in the morning. <laughs> I was like, "Yuck! Nah, this ain't this ain't this is not." And I, and basically, I had to walk like ba- 10 basically the to janitorial there. shift. Well, they were. It just was in state college, so they. they so you were cleaning up so, all the puke. And so they stayed open till about three o'clock in the morning because they they did the bar rush. After, after, uh, bars closed and then they, they closed at like three and then there was cleanup and then the next crew came in, I think at like seven in the morning or six or whatever. Yeah. It was, I hated it. Uh, sounds that almost was, as fun as working at seven 11 on the overnights. Uh, working at Taco Bell was the, was the, First and only job I think I ever held that I worked my ass off and looked at the clock and it felt like I'd been there all day and only 15 minutes went by. <laughs> it was, it was, you worked. And once there was like a little break, they're like, they just stuck a broom in your hand and says, get cleaning up. You know, there's just like, it was crazy. Yep. Anyway. Well, I see, I worked, worked at Burger King in high school. And then when I came out here, I worked for Meyer. In the bakery. Then I graduated and I quit my bakery job, assuming that graduate placement would get me a job or help me get a job, right? You know, well, that didn't happen. So um, I went back and I applied for a seasonal job at uh, Kohl's. I worked there for Christmas holiday and then um, they didn't keep me after Christmas. And then I went and applied. Uh, they were opening a new mire uh, in uh, closer to Kahana, which was that's another suburb of Columbus. Mm. And I went up there and I w- and I worked as a cashier for a couple of years till I got my first IT job with uh, Columbus State. Did you fill the donuts? My first job. I did bake donuts once. I did make donuts. Yeah, he once, he yeah. filled he filled them too, whether or not he was making them. <laughs> He knew exactly where he got the cream. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, no, my first job, let's see, um, delivering papers and then shucking corn and detasseling corn. And, and then, um. Wait a second. Shucking corn's a word. Hold on. How, how many hours a day were you shucking corn? I don't know. That sounds like an insane job. It is. Those worms. <laughs> Yeah, uh, those worms. Did it tear uh, your hands apart? Yeah, a little bit. They got really dry. I bet. That. But I was like 12. Child labor, there you, you go. You were like yeah. 12? Oh. I was like 12, yeah. 12, 13, somewhere in that range. That's when you and had then, the newspaper job, too, at that around that age, right? Yeah, 11. 11, yeah. I had the newspaper job. My first so, job, I was 13. I was a... Boy Scout camp staff member. 
Yeah, and well, then well, that's after where you that, started the I suppository, had, <laughs> Sorry, I, I had a couple of year break from jobs, and then I was uh, working for a local John Deere on their um, uh, making their websites. And then, um, let's see, I worked for Dairy Queen for that two weeks, and then I worked for a company called Alco, just kind of like Target, or I don't know if you got, do you guys have duck walls? Nope. No. Okay. It's no, kind of like, like Target, but smaller. Free. Yeah, it's kind of like Target, but smaller, but it's owned by uh, Duck Wall. So it's, called, it's Duck Wall Alco. But um, then after that, I joined the military. And then after that, I worked for a security company. And then um, uh, Fisher Hydraulics, making pistons and heads. And a little bit of uh, C-like programming there. Um, they, uh, the, the code that ran the machines was very similar to C, but it wasn't C. And then after that, um, I worked for the University of uh, UT at El Paso, so University of Texas of El Paso, doing um, uh, UI testing. And then I got a job with um, Hewlett Packard. Oh, no, I forgot. For like five years there, I worked for 7-Eleven. <laughs> While also working for the University of Texas. I was a faculty associate when I was getting my bachelor's degree. Second or third term in. It was all due, due in part to both uh, grade point plus I could do work study while I was there. I got oh. great papers. And because I was the FA for the physics class, uh... I got to play with superconductors and liquid nitrogen. <laughs> the the range of crazy crap that I have done. I mean, from mucking stalls, living on a farm, to freaking working on multi-billion-dollar trades for large companies. The best part-time job I ever had was with the Department of Agronomy at Clemson when I was a student, and I got to hoe cotton. Hmm. I loved, I loved it because I was outside. Yeah, it was uh, uh, variety testing for cotton, grain sorghum, soybeans, corn, and peanuts. Five different experimental stations across the state, and I had to go to each one and do stuff. It was all outside, though. I loved it. That sounds fun. It was. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I haven't <laughs> been shot at in, like, 20 years, so <laughs> yeah, things go. is good. <laughs> the the worst the worst part of work, when I was working for Burger King is they always seemed to put me on fries. And then one day, I backed my elbow into one of those hot fry baskets right after it came out of the grease, and I got grid marks in my elbow. <laughs> Did you sing Ding Fries with I was young. Is that you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, see, we, I did special specialty broiler fries, and mostly, mostly it had me on specialty or fries. The specialty was like making like the chicken sandwiches and veal parmesan back when they had those. 
Alright, we gotta Those start the show. Back in the day. But, but one more thing, since yeah, we're reminiscing deal. about Burger King. When I was at Burger King, they did the table service. Were you there at Burger King when they did that, Joel? Oh! I was not, no. They uh, had you, they had you customer facing, Dan? Uh, that's when you, <laughs> when you walked in and they sat you down, they brought little dishes of popcorn. While they wait, while while they uh, you waited for your food, they kept me on the grill. I wasn't customer facing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I think I was customer facing like two or three times. Um, I don't recall ever doing the cash register, but I did do expediting a few times. And that like triage for fast food. What is that? <laughs> no, that, that that's what they called. Um, you were responsible for getting the ticket Bagging and food. putting okay. the food together. Gotcha. And then I did that. And I also, like when they did the table service, there were a few times when I had to deliver the food out to the table. <laughs> so <laughs> See, the bad thing with that, the table services, they did stuff. Mm-hmm. They actually had good <laughs> products on that. You know, because yeah, they were a little machine, different. I'd go back and watch that. <laughs> Yeah, they had, um, they served like you had a choice between fries or a baked potato, and there was like a, a steak sandwich, which was like a steak patty. Which was good. On a long roll. Yeah, there was that. I think there was like fried shrimp, maybe. And I can't remember. There was a chicken offering too, or whatever. It wasn't bad. I, I but... just Googled it. There was, there was a Whopper dinner basket, a steak sandwich dinner basket, a chicken dinner basket. And a shrimp dinner basket. Okay, I was right there. Was I think I had the steak one. You, you, didn't, you didn't get to meet Meg Ryan, did you? She, uh, did, no. she got her start doing a Burger King commercial in 82. Yeah, not in my store. <laughs> not, not in State College. That was a long time ago. Oh, you know what? One last thing is by the end of the night, um, I used to run like a few extra burgers and stuff through. And we ended up, we'd always end up with like too much so that I could take them home to my roommates who loved to eat the shit out of those. And sometimes like I would come home with like three or four bags and one of those bags would sit in the back of the refrigerator for like a month. (laughs) And when you pulled it out and looked at the burger, it was just fine. Like you you could still eat the burger. It looked normal. There's not enough moisture in it for for it to go bad. All right, let's start the show. I what I always used to do, I'd make the I'd make them chicken tenders and I'd dip them in mayonnaise. Oh man, <laughs> chicken tenders were like free food back there uh, when you're behind the line. Take a chicken tender, wrap it in a piece of cheese. Right. Yeah, wrap it in a piece of cheese with a pickle and squirt some ketchup or barbecue sauce on there or mustard or whatever you want. Oh, man, you just it would just feast all night long on that stuff. <laughs> the shrinkage at the store <laughs> yep. was terrible. That's not a lie. Oh, of course uh, it was. It's, it wasn't as bad as the embezzlement going on in the parking lot, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, all right, let's let's do. Do you know what show this is, Dave? Ten forty one. Yeah, I thought we was just gonna play the outro. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 